Roger. Thanks for being here. This is a wonderful, special episode, as always. Uh, yeah, I was going to say something else. I was going to remind you that um, I'm, I'm Daddy, and I'm driving my big red truck, so if you've got a problem with that, I would say do one of two things. Hop into the back of the bed in the big red truck, or just fucking get it out of my way, because Daddy's big red truck, don't slow down for nobody, Okay. Wonderful guest today on the show. Very excited. This is a, a long time coming, first time caller, which is how it seems to be these days. It's just, you know, I've been wanting to get people on. I get them on. It just takes a while sometimes, you know. If you want to do something good, it takes a while to make that happen. And that's just a, that's a lesson I've learned throughout life that, you know, you got to step up to the plate if you want to have a metaphor. <laughs> I like that right there. I want to give a special shout out to Brent. W, also to Brent M. Thank you so much for contributing to the podcast on Patreon.com slash live to tape. That's Patreon.com slash live to tape. You too can become a special savvy member of this exclusive, not so exclusive, but exclusive club. Patreon.com slash live to tape. It supports the podcast you're listening to right now by supporting the podcast you're listening to right now. Also, feel free to rate, review, and subscribe to the prod the podcast by using a cattle prod in the form of a uh, keyboard that interacts with iTunes or whatever the hell else you use. You do to do what you do to get this tune to you. Who? Goo. Other big thing of worth note of mentioning. I will be in Minneapolis on October 26th. 
at the Parkway Theater in Minneapolis. October 26th is the Parkway Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's a one-off show. I'm super excited to do it. This venue is absolutely incredible. Uh, I just can't tell you how excited I am to be there. If you can't be at this show, I feel bad for you. Go to the, If you want to be at the show, which you do, it's go to the parkwaytheater.com and buy tickets. It's October 26th in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Do it. It's me, Johnny Pemberton. The show is called Moving Through Physical Space. Oh, shit, you're going to love it. It's going to be a real hot, ripping blaster. And I can't wait to do more of this other places. But this is the kickoff. This is the hot lick shot. And now, continuing on to the podcast that you listen to. Real sorry. Now. Ow. No, Sorry. Now. This is the hot. No, 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 it sounded so much. Sorry. Sorry. I just didn't love the way it sounded. You know, I want to make it sound really tight. What? What? Yeah. Real tight. Real wicked. Starting now. Ladies and gentlemen, men, men, here comes the beginning of the podcast. Three, two, one. Last time I was in here, it was fucking freezing. Really? Yeah. You want to not be freezing? I mean, not freezing, yeah, but it's, it's good now. We'll find out what happens. Here we go. That sounds pretty good, right? It's like a little Atoka like, march. <laughs> this is Ja Lloyd walking dub. Oh. Yeah, this sounds good. Cool. I don't even know this. This is a black heart nugget. Say what? What do you mean? It's hard to understand it? Yeah. So, evidently, this is a Black Ark Nugget. Black Ark being black the. Black Ark Nugget. That's the, uh, the Lee Perry studio, the mm-hmm. Black Ark. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Yeah. It's a nugget for sure. It's definitely a nugget. Yeah. Or a nug, if you will. Uh, hi, uh, welcome to nugsmokers.net. My guest is Colleen Green. We're both really into smoking nugs. Uh, well, today, I don't know if you knew about this, but the podcast is about your experience with nugs. Really? Yeah. Are you okay. into nugs? Yeah. Okay. So when's the last time? In general, I would say yes. You're into into nugs? Yeah. What about nuggets? Sure, yeah. Okay, she's into nuggets. All different kinds. Uh, How long are you listening to live the tape? We're here. We just started. We're probably going to cut some of this beginning out just because I'm going to fall start. Uh, But everything's good now. We're rearranged. I'm going to turn my headphones up. I like to hurt myself physically in the ears every time I do this to the point where uh, I can't go back. You can't go home again, they say, right? You can't go home again. Live the tape here. The guest is Colleen Green. Her website is uh, ColleenGreen.com. We'll get started here with the website information in a second. Colleen, would you like to enter your website here first so people know off the bat where they can go at that point? I, I don't have a website you have something that has uh, the availability to inter- interface, interact with you. You have the, I'm sure you use some sort of a social media. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, 
You can find me on Twitter, Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, Instagram, Colleen Green 420. Colleen Green 420. Okay, so when we're talking about nubs, you weren't joking. No. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't joking either. And I just, yeah. Like sometimes you might not have known that I wasn't joking, so it could be a possible thing like that. I, I assumed no. White bird, right. black bird, blue bird, green bird. You just said all the colors of different birds. Yeah, every white, single one. White bird, black bird, green bird. I've got a green, white, and black. Uh, I could use some red, probably some gold. That blue. was some blue. Maybe. Yeah, bluebird is a true. It is actually a traditional bird. We're just gonna go all natural here now. Check, check. Oh, okay. How do you sound now? So now we got that out of there. Woo! You got it out. You blasted it out. Uh, what did I blast out? We just blasted out like the uh, the reverb. Oh, okay. So yeah, this. and the weird pitch shifting. Yeah, that's not actually pitch shifting, but it's it's something similar. Okay. It's just sort of like a, it's a loop. It just loops it back. Yeah. I see. I don't want people to know it's a pitch shifter. Okay. People always ask me. They always ask like, "What is that?" I'm like. You just spent like maybe two seconds on Google. People, people always people ask you about your music a lot and stuff like stuff that you think is uh, really d- really dumb questions at all or no? Uh, yes. What's the dumbest the question you get? Why don't you have a drummer? <laughs> or hey, s- hey, uh, I'm a white man. Do you need a drummer? Because right? I'm a drummer. That's probably the stupidest thing anybody could possibly say to me. Because they say, they're like, explaining to you, you need a drummer, and I'm a yeah. drummer, so you need me. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and what's your answer? Do you ever answer? Or uh, just usually just answer? about face and walk the other way. This is in person a lot. Huh? This is in person, like at a show? Yeah, yeah. So they'll be like... Or in person, online, like... Oh, I love your any- show. That Honestly, that was, like, really good. That was, like, honestly, like, most of that was really good. You know what? But, yeah, <laughs> there's always a but. But um, I think you could, like, really use a drummer there. That would be, like, really cool to have a drummer in there. Uh, this is crazy, but I'm a drummer. <laughs> I've kind of been doing it forever. Like, I sort of grew up with sticks in my hands. No big deal. But, like, yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, what do you say? Um... <laughs> Yeah, I usually just say no. Okay, you say like, no, nah, no thanks. I'm yeah, I usually say, nah, and then I'm good. What's their reaction a lot of times? Plus, like, you're a complete stranger, so yeah. I, oh, don't, I don't know no, you. No, you're my stranger. You know I'm a drummer, <laughs> and I just saw your show, and I really, like, I was, like, really fucking, I actually, <laughs> it was actually really good. Actually, it's, like, <laughs> really good, but. That is a weird word that gets used a lot that I feel like people need to stop using. What actually? At least in that context. Mm. I've heard uh, I've heard it posited that actually is the new literally. Ooh, okay. I'm trying to think how I would do that. He, okay, yeah. So if, if you use like the classic sports metaphor of someone like he uh, he ripped his head off. He literally ripped his head off. He actually, yeah, it is kind of the new. Actually, li- he literally ripped his head off. He literally. He actually liberated him. No, I can't do it. <laughs> he actually liberated him with literature. He was actually, he, he didn't rip his head literally off. He actually taught him to he read. He literally came close. He literally came very close to ripping his head off. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, is the new literary, the new literary, the new literally, mm-hmm. literally, literally. That is that easier? Literally, yeah. yeah I, I have trouble saying some words. I'm getting into the groove right now. I ate some early. spicy Jamaican food, but it wasn't spicy enough to give me like the, the, what do you call hiccups? it? Hiccups. Well, I didn't get the hiccups. I oh, always, I'm good. always like walking that line. Do you like spicy food? Um, I don't dislike it. Yeah, I don't, don't seek, seek it out. It out. Yeah, okay. yeah, but I've been like 
Like I went to Korean BBQ the other day. Right. And, you know, they put that spicy sauce on some of the Are you referring to Korean things, barbecue? The items. What? Are you referring to Korean barbecue? Korean BBQ? Yeah, BBQ. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the stuff. A, I mean, I've heard it called barbecue. You can call it BBQ, <laughs> I suppose. There's no right I way I just to... always instinctively say BBQ. I don't know why. I mean, it's not any quicker. Same amount of syllables. Yeah, I just... it really is exactly the same. Yeah. I wonder why we say BBQ and not barbecue. I don't know. Yeah. I've oh. never really thought of that before, but... I haven't either. I like it. BBQ. BBQ. Barbecue. It's, it's cute. Bar, B-A-R... B-E-Q-U-E, right? Or um, C-U-E maybe too sometimes. What about this? I think I've seen it both ways. C-U-E, barbecue, like a Q-stick. Mm-hmm. There's also the idea of you do bar dash the letter B dash, well, I don't know. B-B-B-Q. Mm-hmm. B-B-Q. Are you from the south where they had a lot of barbecue? No, I'm from the northeast. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to ask that because I don't know. So that's if you if I if I like literally say something that's actually wrong, then it gives you the chance to actually, you know, to literally correct me. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think that's yeah. a good way to go about things or no? Uh actually I don't really um <laughs> I don't really mind either way. You don't mind. Yeah. You don't mind uh, making a mistake. Sometimes I like to. Uh, I think it's fun to do something wrong to find out how to do it right. Like, if you're like, "Oh, what should we do here?" I don't know. There's no. There's no sign. It's like, well, if we do it the we, well, how we know is definitely the wrong way to do it. Someone will probably correct us because like, hey, you can't go back there. It's like, oh, I didn't know I couldn't go back there mm. until someone like. Until I, well, I, I kind of know I couldn't go back there, you know? Yeah, I mean, but you don't know. How are you supposed to know in, unless there's a sign? Right, and once they, once they like, tell you you can't go back there, then you know you can't go back there. Yeah. And so uh, if you didn't know how to proceed, then it's like that's a, a good way to, yeah. Learn. I'm a big fan of trying to go back into places, especially if there's no sign. You're talking about reentry? Re, well, no. <laughs> That's Not a, necessarily. That's a musical term. No, I term. mean, I mean, back like a uh, directional thing, not okay. like a repeat. Sort of like uh, <clears throat> petting a cat the back the wrong direction. No. Okay. No, I would never do that. You wouldn't. No. Why not? Well, number one, um, I try not to pet cats. Do you not that like much cats? Because I'm allergic to cats. I I too am also allergic to cats. Listeners, this is live to tape. <laughs> Johnny Pemberton, my guest, is musician Colleen Green. Live to tape. Yeah, that's what I call it. Nice. We're oh, not... that's the name of your show? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank you for knowing. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, it's not actually live to tape, but it is, you know, <laughs> it's, it's literally. But it is literally live to tape. It's not literally live to tape. It's not even actually live to tape, but it's, uh, it's, it's enough to be. I'm confused now. Okay. Well, so actually how tape works is it's like a <laughs> magnetic strip, mm-hmm. and it goes on like a toilet paper roll, and it rolls around, um, we were watching this movie the other night that had uh, DJs in like the early 80s, and they were, they were had a reel-to-reel on stage at a prom event. Have wow. Have you ever someone DJing with a reel-to-reel? No. Is this same, like, what movie was it? It was called Prom Night. Oh. Jamie Lee Curtis. It's okay. a slasher film mm-hmm. in which people get, you know. Slashed? Yeah. Nice. So that's what that is, yeah. They were DJing with a reel-to-reel, though. I don't understand why. I don't know if it was yeah. like a prop wow. or something where there was a point in time. You know those things that happen in time where you're like, they don't, 
they don't make it out of the time that they happened. They're sort of like, not so much like a like an eight track or eight. Oh, remember eight tracks? Those didn't make it out physically, mm. but there's stuff where it's like people just didn't talk about this thing that happened that happened for like a year and a half. And you ask someone who lived through that, like, oh, yeah, we did that. Uh, we don't really think about that anymore. But, yeah, you, for about a year there, people were trying to DJ with reel-to-reel tapes, and it didn't work out. Hmm. Wow. That's what I'm just supposing that it might be a thing. Yeah. I don't think it is. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to play some of your music. Is that okay? Sure. You sent me a couple tracks. Which one would you like to hear first? Or which one should people, which one should we actually listen to first? Uh, let's listen to the Harmontown Loop. Because okay. that's on, yeah. Well, oh, it happened fast. Jeez. <laughs> Did you want to intro it more real quick before I played it so fast? Uh, sure. Okay. Um, yeah, well, Talk I was, about this I was just going to say that this is on a double EP that just came out a couple weeks ago. Awesome. So, um, yeah. What's the double EP? Is it yours? Uh, it's called, yeah, it's mine. It's called Casey's Tape slash Hermantown Loops. What makes something a double EP? Uh, it's two EPs put together. On a record, so one side is one EP and the other side is another EP. So how? What makes that not an album? Uh, they're two separate. Hi, I'm, two separate hi, I'm someone's dad. Uh huh. Oh, you're okay. I'm just trying to be play. Uh, you know, I mean, like the. Uh, is it Devil's Advocate? Not quite. It's no, not Devil's Advocate because Devil's Advocate's like arguing for the, like, well, you know, he could have had a gun. Yeah, it's right. That. <laughs> um, that's like the ultimate Devil's Advocate. What is the opposite of that, then? I'm trying to think what that would be. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know what you're saying, but I don't know if there's like a term the, for it. The dad explanation. Mm. That's how I think about at least my dad, because he doesn't understand anything at all that has to do with anything that I like, so I have to explain it to him like it's um, like that. So a double EP. Mm. EP stands for extended play, right? Yeah. So typically an EP is like, an extended play off a single, right? Is that what that is? I have no idea. It's It doesn't really make too much sense in today's terms. Right, but we still say it. it's an antiquated thing, yeah. It's just easy to say. It's like four say. to five, three to five songs, would you say? Mm. Yeah, I guess. It's just like less songs or less playing time than a full album. So if this is a double EP, it's how many songs does it have each side? Uh, the first side has five songs and is actually a reissue slash re-recording right. of an EP that came out two years ago on cassette tape. Okay. Um, and then the second side is four songs. That sounds like a, it could be an album. It could be, but it's not. What makes it not? <laughs> because, <laughs> because the first side is its own thing, like okay. a whole other, like concept that came out already a couple years ago the second side is something that has not come out yet okay but has come just came out for the first time got it and it was recorded as background music for harmontown got it here it goes now we know what this is so we can talk about it because before obviously you can't talk about music unless you know (laughs) everything about it right The 
This is real music. <laughs> real instruments. Real. Yeah. I can hear it. That's a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bass in there. I hear the bass. Yeah, you hear it back I there? Just, I just caught it. Oh, I hear a second guitar? Yes. You just might. That was it. And how come there's no singing? Uh, because it was supposed to be like instrumental background music. So like a basically. back, like like segue music or like yeah, a, like, like bumper, like uh, hype up, warm okay. up music. Yeah, I dig it. You Thanks, could, man. Have you ever thought about making a version where you sing over it? No. Okay. I like instrumental music too. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get into instrumental music? Um, I don't know. You don't remember, what, like... Like, listening to it or making it? Like, I guess I mean, like, uh, when you first... Because I like a lot of instrumental music, too. I used to be really into that stuff. And I feel like there was a point in time where I realized... I kind of felt like it wasn't okay to like that. You hmm. know what I mean? Because people like singing so much that if you like something that there's no singing, it's like... Uh, it's like... It's like... like just eating the bun or something of a hamburger. It's like people... Oh, what are you doing? Like, I like the bun! Okay. And there's nothing wrong with liking just the bun. Yeah. Even though nothing I don't think at all. I don't think that is the case though, because it's not just the bun, right? That's maybe a bad it's analogy. the patty. Maybe it's the patty. Maybe it's uh, maybe something that doesn't really because you know you don't need to have a bun. Like Booker T and the MGs is one of my favorite bands. And they're solely instrumental. Nice. And their shit's always like I just remember when I first was like, okay, it's okay to just to like stuff that's just instrumental. Like that band Kensky, you ever heard them? Mm-mm. It's like. Post, I mean, what isn't post rock, right? I guess it's I don't know what is post rock. I mean, what's what's post rock to you? I don't know. Are you post rock? What is that? Uh, no. It's like post rock to me. <laughs> post rock to present me. Present rock. Yeah. What's post I don't know why it's called like, post rock. I've never even heard of that term before. I think post rock is what they call uh, like bands like Tortoise or um. Uh, uh okay. Do you know that band? Yeah, I know yeah. them. It's like. Doing a lot of stuff. A lot huh. of, uh, it's very... Who cares? I don't even, like, who cares about genre titles? I agree. It's it's dumb. I, I guess if I had to say something was post-rock, it would be anything after, like, the 60s or something. I don't know. So what but do you... even that doesn't really yeah. apply. I don't I really have never thought about how, what a stupid name it is to call something post-rock. Because it's not hmm. like, you're not after anything. Yeah. To, to say you're after rock is like to say you're after 
I mean, rock is like the most generic term in all of music. Yeah. It's even more generic than jazz, I feel like. Hmm. Jazz is pretty generic. Yeah, I guess What's it's, more generic? it's broad. It's a broad term. Yeah, broad. Maybe the better term pop is... Pop is pretty broad, too. The term pop. Pop is pretty broad. Pop, pop jazz. Pop can be anything. Yeah, it could be jazz. It could be rock. It could be, like, R&B. Could it just, just has to be popular? Yeah. Do you think your music's pop? Yeah. Yeah, it's pop. Definitely. Yeah, it has a pop vein. Yeah. <laughs> what do people who... Uh, what do, like, reviewers say? Like, when people talk about... Do you ever, like, get into that stuff at all or not? Do you, like, just... Won't have nothing to do with that. Um, no, I read stuff that people write about me. Yeah. Sometimes I try not to read too much of it. I bet because then I get, I'll get really depressed. But it's just it's weird how that stuff, no matter what, is that way. Yeah, I feel like even if it's good, there's it's like a thing where it's not what you think. So you're like, what? <laughs> right? Yeah, and you know, everybody has an opinion. Yeah, not all of them you're going to agree with, uh-huh. and. There's no accounting for taste. You can't please everybody. Have you always thought that? Yeah. So you've never not thought that? Right. When did you start thinking that? Um, <laughs> you've always thought that. My whole life, I've always thought but that. How long, have you been, how long have you been playing, like, recording music? Um, since I was, like, 19, maybe. So how long are we talking about here? Uh, like, 15 years. What got you into it? Into playing music? Yeah, to recording and music. I guess, I mean, I'm more, I guess I'm more interested in how you started recording. Because, like, a lot of people play music, but, like, recording, I feel like, is a different thing completely. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like a thing where, I remember when I was in a band in high school and we tried to record a song that we wrote. It was, like, the hardest thing in the whole fucking world. <laughs> and it took, like, several weekends. And even then, it didn't sound that great. And it sounded, like, super compressed and weird. Mm. And just, it's, like, it's not the same as uh, performing or playing. Yeah. It's like a different thing. You th- would you say that or not? Yeah, no? definitely. So what what got you in? What were you like? What made you want to record? Like record myself or yeah, record just yourself. go out and have somebody record my music? Like, I guess what, what happened first? Um, well, like I used to be in bands and stuff when right. I was younger. And yeah, we would record just because we felt like we needed to put like an, stuff out so like people could listen to it. Yeah, right. Right. So it was just that. It was like more like you have to do this because... That's what bands do. Yeah. yeah. So, but you weren't doing that yourself. You weren't like... Um, right. What, when did you start getting into doing it yourself? Um, when I moved to LA. Like, really? First, that's like the first thing I started doing as soon as I moved to LA was recording myself in my room on GarageBand. Did you use like a, any type of an interface like a, or just straight into yeah. the computer? Uh, my brother gave me... An interface, right. I guess. I didn't know that was what it was called at the time. <laughs> it's just, It was just like a little box. Yeah. It had a firewire, actually, that you plugged into your computer. I had like an old like white MacBook right. uh, that had GarageBand on it. And yeah, you just like plugged in the guitar mm-hmm. into the box and then that into your computer. And you start, bang, laying, bang, those, boom. start laying those fucking tracks yeah. down. Yep. Was there someone who you, like, looked up to in terms of someone who was doing that type of recording who you kind of, like, I guess not modeled yourself after, but were like, oh, I want to be able to do something like this? Um, No Bunny? Do no you know, Bunny. Do you know that uh, I don't know artist? No Bunny. Should we listen to No Bunny? <laughs> sure. 
I have never even heard those words before. I thought for a second you were fucking with me, being like, <laughs> um, whose pizza is that? Oh, it's Nanya's pizza. Nanya whose? Oh, it's Nanya <laughs> Business's pizza. But you're no, not, are you? No, it's an actual uh, oh, recording man. artist slash band from Oakland. No bunny. I used to live in Oakland, so that's how I knew about this this no bunny. Um, and We've lost internet, of course. Of course. But I can use it on my phone, though. But yeah, he was using a drum machine, and that's kind of like what gave me the confidence to use a drum machine myself. No bunny. Mm -hmm. Who is this person? What's the song we should listen to by No Bunny? Um, Gone for Good? No. Girlfriend? Yeah, listen to that one. Okay. Not Full Album? Is that a good song? Mix? (laughs) No Bunny, I Am a Girlfriend? Mix, Play All? Yeah, listen to that one. That's a good one. Totally. That's a, a huge influence of his, I'm sure. Who is that? The bur What the hell is that song? Um, I think it's uh the Surfaris. Is it? I think so. That's it's like, like an old, old like surf surf song, yeah. God. Sometimes I kinda do you ever hate stuff like that that sort of has like that um uh, the certain... I definitely hate that song. Yes. Okay, yeah, I, I really hate it a lot, and mm-hmm. it's like a thing where it's not the worst song in the world, but like 
it's annoying as fuck. Yeah, stuff like that, or that's there's also any sort of like, um, oh, like the Big Bopper. Mm-hmm. If I hear Big Bopper stuff, <laughs> I instantly feel like I want to drive into a wall or like like hurt myself while hurting others. Kind yeah, of thing. like it's just like a damn, you know, like drive a car into like a like a nursery or something like that. Oh my goodness! You know? But not actually. It's just uh, mm-hmm. just so terrible. Like a, it's just such, such like a terrible. Something about that song, like those that type of stuff. I don't know what it is. It's like the weird, like nostalgia, like the fifties. That's not the fifties. Like the, the purple people leader. You know that song? Mm, yes. Or like the blob. Don't the, know that one. The blob. I think, I think you know the blob. The blob's like. I thought that was a movie. It is a movie, but I think there's like a song about the blob. Okay. There's something like that. It's like a um, it's any of that stuff that's got like that kind of. Like stupid stuff that's like not that clever. Or yeah, stupid stuff that has like a fifties nostalgia uh, twinge to it, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That would be a cool cup of music to bring back. But like, yeah, you should do it. Maybe I should do that. Go I should start a it. band that's like a like a lo-fi band that does like Hang On Sloopy covers. Well, Hang that's Sloopy. a good song. Hang On Sloopy is good. Uh, I guess I'm trying to think. There's the classic one. Anything that references rock and roll, obviously, is is terrible. I think it is. <laughs> I mean, maybe, do you, do you do disagree? You, what are the, what are examples can you give me? Of that? Um, classic one is the um, like I love rock and roll. Yeah, I love rock and roll. Is not so, that's what's that? John Jett. Uh, uh, yeah. That one's the least bad of that sort of style, I think. Okay. But the, the real bad one is the. Um, God, I have so so much trouble remembering this because it's like I put it on in my head because I I avoid it. It's, it's the George Thurgood, the George Thurgood, the um, you know George Thurgood and the Destroyers. Mm-hmm. They yeah, have, they have a song about rock. It's some sort of shit. Like ugh, if I play it, you'll know it right away. And I so why I came and hmm. came and think to see it. Thank I know they do God. bad to the bone. Yes, it's the, which it's, is a good song. Oh, what is it? It's the it's basically something about like. We're gonna rock. We're gonna roll. Ding, 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 ding. Do the rockin', rockin'. Oh, uh, it's that sounds like like Stray Cats to me. Oh, that's even worse. Is, is there a Stray Cats song? We're gonna song rock this about, town. Rock it all bad. night long. Yes, that's super bad. That's what terribly about that bad. Kiss song? I want to rock and roll all oh, night. Oh, that's that's like uh, Poison. That's truly <laughs> the band Poison, or no? I mean, it's like it's like like Poison, like something you drink that makes you sick or mm, kills you. Mm, oh, that kind. Stray Cats are bad. Oh, here we go. We should listen to this just for the hell of it. First, I was listening to an ad for um, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Here it goes. Is this it? Yeah, this is the straight cat. This, like, makes me think about, like, a scene in a movie where I want to see someone, like... Yeah, Coyote Ugly. (laughs) Oh, okay. Does make you think of Coyote Ugly? Oh, yes, Coyote Ugly, yeah. It's in that, yeah. I've actually but it's seen. good in that movie. I've never seen the Caddy You haven't? I have. Oh, it's a must watch. Should I put that on my list? Yeah, put it on the list. What's so man? great about Caddy Uh, Good music, hot girls, bar, good, good see John Goodman. Like, I don't know. Is that what got you into music? A lot of people have said that to me. That that's what got you. Into Coyote music. Ugly. Coyote the movie? Ugly. Well, the con- the confluence of Coyote Ugly and the Stray Cats. No, that's not, not what got okay. me into music. No, I was already into music when I saw the movie Coyote you Ugly. You were okay. Mm-hmm. So you were already listening to music at that point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you'd heard music before. Yes. At that point, and you were like, "Oh, this is." I've already heard music before. 
this is more music, but that's what mm-hmm. made you want to start playing music, right? <laughs> was hearing Stray Cats and Coyote Ugly? Right. Was it like, that made you think, oh, it's I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and No Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, that Got would me be really a, into DIY. Yes. Lifestyle. Because that's what Coyote Ugly is, essentially. It's the DIY lifestyle. Cause they, you they could were, say that, yeah. Because there's no sign that said you can't dance on the bar, right? True. I, I do know the premise of the movie because mm-hmm. it was pitched to me pretty What's heavily. What's the premise of the movie in think, your words? Okay. The premise of the movie is um, a girl who leaves an oppressive town, gets a job at a bar um, with maybe some <laughs> older girls who are a bit faster moving than she is. And she sort of surprises them all and herself by really stepping up to the plate um, and dancing on the bar. On the bar, if you will. Dance, stepping up to the bar. Mm-hmm. Stepping over the bar. Stepping on top of the bar. By stepping on the bar. And really <laughs> steps up to the plate on the bar mm-hmm. by dancing on the bar in a way that is, um, customers just want more. And it's a thing where they integrate music, dance, and service in a way that um, had a lot of people surprised and coming back for more. That's to me what it's about. Okay, it's but called- you forgot the part about her realizing her dreams. Because well, so you, you haven't seen the movie, I, seen the movie. I, I realize that. But. Could, you, could you talk a little bit about it? She realizes her dreams. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, to own a bar or to be no, like... No, she's a, a songwriter. Oh, and yes, okay. she is from a small town. I don't I don't think I would necessarily call it uh, oppressive. Because right. there's not much like backstory about her hometown life. So it's more really oppressive in the... I know, it's humble on. beginnings, maybe, okay. we could say. Humble beginnings for yeah. a girl who has stars in her Small eyes. Small town girl with stars in her eyes, moves to the big city. Right. Not only realizes her dreams, but finds true love as well. Who does she find true love with? Adam Garcia. Hmm. Do I know who that is? Um, probably not. Yeah. Uh, he's like a hunky Australian actor, oh, and right. he was in <laughs> Coyote Ugly and Riding in Cars with Boys. Oh, right. and I haven't I, seen Riding in Cars with Boys. That's yeah. what Drew Barrymore, right? She takes a, she b- pretends to be a young lady. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. She pretends to be young again. Is that what happens? Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm only 16. She's actually like 26 or something like that. Mm-hmm. She pretends. Okay. Yeah. I have to see that movie. Just it's really that. depressing. Is it? Yeah. Why? Uh, just she has like a really like shitty life. Like everything goes wrong all the time for okay. her in her life. She gets pregnant at like yeah, fifteen or sixteen. Hmm. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. I know Steve Zahn plays her like drug addicted boyfriend who like is always fucking up and he's can't a do wonderful right. guy. Yeah. I mean, I think. He do is. you know him? I don't know him, but he I, seems cool. He seems cool. He seems like a kind of person we should get in here. Yeah, get him in here. Hey, Steve Zahn, it's uh, Johnny and Colleen. Um, get in here. We'd like you to get in here. I don't know how soon you can get in here. This is not live. It's not being broadcast. We'd love to have you in to check you out. I bet he's got some opinions. He's probably like a little bit of a wild cat, maybe even a straight cat a bit. A bit of a straight cat. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Well, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. When he gets in when here. he shows up. We'll have a retroactive session here when, when we get Steve in here. It'll be a great, it'll be a great fun time, for sure. Nice. I think it'll be chill. To have Steven. I have to see that movie now, I guess. I have to see Riding in Cars with Boys. You don't have to, but you could. Have you seen Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? No. I've seen that a couple times. Oh, okay. I watched it on the airplane. Okay. okay. There's no musical component that I can remember that's interesting. <laughs> what about Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2? Oh, I... Th- Oof. Have you seen that one? I think I haven't. I probably should follow up because I have seen... Is it the same characters? Yeah. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. Okay. But how do you know it's the same characters? Because I saw the previews. 
Okay. I don't know. You just remember a lot. I guess I have to yeah, see I stuff. Yeah, I do remember a lot. You do, do you have like a really good memory, you think? I have a good memory when it comes to really fucking stupid movies and TV shows and actors and actri- actresses that I don't need to know Because you did pull out this Australian guy, Adam Garcia, from yeah. nowhere. So who, That's his name. Yeah, it's his name, but like, what's he up to right now? You I have no him? idea. You should find out. Yeah, and maybe it, I will. Make it your thing to know. What he, you could write a song for him. I don't think I will. You don't think but you I, will? Yeah, you're right, I could. Really? Yeah. That would be a cool EP. The Adam Garcia EP. Maybe you could, It's an idea, for sure. Maybe you could, you could get him to drum on it. I actually am into the idea <laughs> of, him drumming? of that idea. Okay. But we'll have to just maybe add it to the list. The list maybe put th- it on the back burner and the back burner. revisit it someday. Can we play another song of yours? Sure. This is called The Cribs Theme. Would you like yeah. to say anything about this at all? Uh, yeah, this is uh, the theme song from my... A self-produced reality series, Colleen Green's Cribs. Okay, talk about that. Um, it's a show that I make for YouTube. Okay, and um, a show this? that nobody asked for, might I add. Well, you Would asked you say for how, it. Yeah, how, I, yeah. You, how current is this? It's current. It's happening in the present day. How many have you made? There's four so Oof, far. That's a good number. Yep, uh, working on the fifth one <clears throat> right now. Sorry, I get choked up when I talk about calling green. There's water right there if you need to crack that. Yeah, <laughs> crack open that little bottle. Um, maybe. Yeah, I, I'm gonna take this for the road. Actually, this we have a lot more. Bottle. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I might take two for the road. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll just let you know. But yeah, um, Colleen Green's cribs is exactly like MTV's cribs. Right. Um. The difference being. The difference being that I make Colleen Green's cribs. Okay. MTV make made MTV's cribs. Um, and my show centers around friends of mine mm-hmm. and their respective homes. Is, are you trying to spotlight a specific style of home? like, um, Or is it sort of just friends and the interesting places they live? Uh, yeah, it's just not trying to spotlight any particular type of home. It's just friends of mine who... who uh, happen to be in the the music or art scene because okay. then that way I can put their music into the episodes. That's awesome. And um, hopefully spread the word about my friend's music, which I like. That's cool. What's the yeah. last one? Who have you done? Who have you had on your on Cribs? The first episode <laughs> was with um, a collective of of men known as Nar Tapes. I guess. Oh yeah, they do some the, of those dudes. The memories, White Fang, Free Weed, Uncle Funkle, Nar Burger. Yeah. Is that well, the Nar Burger just uh, recently closed? Okay, that was the shop. Yeah, that was their record store, no longer in existence. But yeah, they have a record label called Nar Tapes. Anytime I go over there, which is twice, I feel like. Um, someone's uncle who's visiting and like oh what's this <laughs> oh that's cool mm-hmm. i feel like i'm not supposed to be there well i'm sure they were just grateful for your business it was fun i did yeah. some sort of weird show there oh like a live streaming show in the back of oh, it yeah, it was yeah. very like i felt like a weird like a little sci-fi movie of sorts like it was a, an illegal broadcast at the pirate radio station where all the f- cool kids work where everyone has like a name like this is this is Slasher and dis- that's Dumpo <laughs> yeah. and Creep. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. Cool. It does sound like fun. that kind of vibe, doesn't it? You yeah, think? for sure. But that's also me like putting that on there. Like my. You're you're right. Okay. Yeah, that's a totally accurate description. I think. 
Um, but we've also had Peach Kelly Pop on the show. Peach Kelly Pop? Mm-hmm. That's a cool name. Yeah. It's what a is that? title of a Red Cross song. Red Cross, the band? That's yeah, a band? The, the band. So wait, they... They're have, like an old like classic punk band. I don't even know them. They, I feel like we don't know a lot of the same stuff for some reason. Yeah. Mm, different strokes. I think maybe I don't, I'm not as deep into that world, probably. Mm, well, you mentioned a couple bands earlier that I was like, uh, so... I did. Yeah. What did I mention that was weird? Kinski. Kinski, yeah. See, I worked in college radio for like four years, so I know... You do. You well, just, I had a radio show at college, yeah. What college? <laughs> um, I went to UMass. Okay. You had a radio show, so that yeah. was like a... You could play whatever you wanted? Um, well, we had to play 30% new music. Like so, in, in rotation, so to speak. Is that what they call yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. They had a big like shelf yeah, of all too. the new stuff that would come in and it would right. like rotate out. And you had to... So I would just usually pick like random stuff that I had maybe heard of that I right. knew was in like the punk realm. Okay. And just like play that. And usually it sucked and I hated having to play new music. I yeah. wish I could have only just played whatever I wanted, but... I did. I felt that way too, but I also got exposed to a lot of stuff I wouldn't have heard otherwise because we had to play the rotation. We had heavy rotation, medium rotation, and spotlight. You had to play like a lot of, you basically got to play like, if you were just doing a regular DJ shift, you only got to play probably like 20% of it was your music. The rest was, was, you had to select from, from, you could pick like the song from the CD and stuff, but it was a thing, it was that way because it's like a, you know, they, uh, it's like a real kind of radio station. Also, I guess it's a CMJ reporting mm. station, so mm-hmm. they do like the charts. So I'd heard, I'd know, I know a lot about a lot of music I wouldn't know about from the time of uh, 99 to 2004. I know about every, a little obscure indie record that came out, but I, before and after that, I'm like, I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Yeah. There's a lot of bands that are still around that I knew about from then that I don't, really haven't kept up with them like maybe they're not a band maybe they are and if they are still a band i'm like oh i feel bad because i don't i haven't kept up with the kingsbury manx <laughs> go you check know, them out you know that band no great band most i don't know it's like so like pink floyd meets uh not pink floyd i guess you could say okay okay not quite as uh not quite as aggressively psychedelic or like hey man more like country yeah hi hi man yeah, like, hey, man, hey, what's up? I love, I like to smoke. What's up? <laughs> yeah, we're hanging out. We've got guitars. We love, we're listening to Uma Guma and Metal and Relics and Piper the Guy to Dawn. We're mixing them all together. Nice. Those are all Pink Floyd albums. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. Word. So this band called Pop Bubblegum Houseboat Shoe. Is that <laughs> Peach Kelly Pop. Peach Kelly Pop. It's you a, were close, though. Yeah, just a bunch of random words. That we just a bunch of, we're just a bunch of fucking random words we put together. That's our band. We just have our friend it's Dynamite. Like it's crazy. A fruit, a, a fruit. name, and onomatopoeia. How to make a band? Okay, think of a fruit. Think of a name and a piece of clothing. Uh, <laughs> a banana, banana shirt, but banana shirt, grandma. No, that's not good. A piece of clothing. Okay, a piece of clothing. Um, a fruit. And what were you saying? An onomatopoeia. A name. Onomatopoeia. Name. Yeah. What's a name? Kelly. Kelly, okay. Oh, that's what their band is. Banana Johnny shirt. Banana Johnny shirt. Peach Kelly Pop. Okay. But what's, what's B- the Banana pop? Johnny Pow. Banana Johnny Pow. Okay. Or you could have, um, it could be a Soursop, Shoelace, <laughs> Bim. Sure. Okay. But that's, that's named a- after a Red Cross song? Yes. Got it. So that's the other band you've done. 
Yep, and then we've also done uh, Cosmonauts. Okay. And um, this house in Fullerton that Ooh. a couple of other, like, um, it's mostly guys from this band, uh, White Knight. Or okay. they're called Weird Knight now. Weird Knight. That's yeah. a better name name change. I you think. think so? I like White Knight. I feel like White Knight has so many so much political connotation now. Also, it's like yeah, I think that's why they changed it. Yeah, I didn't know that. But is it Weird Knight? Like not you're having? Oh, I'm having a weird night, man. It's, yeah. It's it's that now. Yeah. Oh, I see. Because I was thinking White Knight, like white with a K. Oh no like, no. I am a White Knight. Who to save you? I say. I don't think they knew about that either when they first made the band, so... It's truly unfortunate how much, how many things have been co-opted by just, not even anyone, but just like one piece of media says this thing, this thing is this now. It's like, no, it's not. No one thinks that. No one's like, ooh, ooh, that. Yeah. Somebody told me recently that you're not supposed to say, because I was... telling my friend that I worked hard all day and I was like, oh, I slaved all day over this thing. And he was like, bro, you're not supposed to say that anymore. Oh, there you go. I'm I'm never going to say it again. But you just did. I did, yeah. It was, it's context though. Yeah, it is context. That was an example of me saying how I'm never going to say it again. I think, yeah, you can't say, I can't, oh, I slaved away on this thing. I slaved all day. Oh, Mm. I just said it again. I slaved all day making, yeah, I think you probably can say that. You know what gets me is the okay gesture. What's that? See, that's the thing. This? Yeah. Why? Because it's like a butthole or something? No. That's not even, I mean, it's great you don't know. I feel like I shouldn't even ruin it for you. But now you're going to look it up, right? If I don't no. tell you what it is, you won't look it up? <laughs> uh, no. Awesome. I won't say it then. Okay. But there's basically some people who've tried to ruin it. And it's like, you can't do that. You can't just Because take... of the game? No, it's not that at all. It's like p- purely modern mm. political sort of thing where it's... uh. Some, uh, it's the most oblique, cre- I'll just say it. Okay, so evidently there's some people who claim that the OK symbol is a way to say white power because the, the OK symbol looks like a W oh, and it looks like a P, sort of, but not at all, like a P. Okay. And how if you do the OK symbol, that's sort of like a wink, wink, mm. what, oh, mm. wink, wink, white mm. power. It's like, uh, no, it's not. It means okay. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, to be fair, when's the last time you even saw somebody do that in real life, you well, know? to I be ha- fair, I have been, b- before this whole thing, I used to do it a lot because I like, I don't like giving people high fives. I really just, uh-huh. I detest the high five. Um, and I sometimes I'm like, um, I don't want to answer the question, how are you doing? Like, the verbal question. Because people, people say that a lot, right? People just yeah. say, hey, how you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? Yeah. I just don't want to say anything in response, so I'll just go like like that. Okay. Because oh. I don't want to talk sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I'm at work, don't yeah. want to talk. want to just do a hand gesture that says, okay. And now I'm like, <sighs> now I'm like, why can't I do that? <laughs> why can't I be the guy who does okay. I think you still can. You think I can? Sure. Okay, I think we still can. You want to hear what you sound like right now? This is a good. This is probably you. my favorite way to talk. Is like this, as I feel like I'm almost like me, but it's just different enough where I can really be like, like if I had, I want to start therapy where this is how you talk. You just in a dark, dark room and you talk something like this, and you can tell whatever you want because it's not really you talking right now. See, you want to see how you sound? Yeah. It just sounds like you uh, 
breathed in some helium. Like a little, just, just like a little bit. But how about this? How about now? How about it? Seeing that's like a little more subtle, right? Same with me. It's a little more subtle. I feel subtle. like it's making me want to like speak in a higher tone, though. It does. It has that effect. There's yeah. some sort of weird reason why if you hear um, if you hear yourself sound different, you adjust your own voice. But if you couldn't hear yourself talking this way, you would probably talk normally. But if you do hear yourself talking like this, then you kind of want to like, mm-hmm. you want to kind of lean into it and be mm-hmm. a little more part of the game. And next thing you know, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, we went on down there and it was crazy. There's so much yogurt. I've never seen so much yogurt <laughs> before. <laughs> and exactly. It's fun like that. Do you want to play? We've been, I really beat around the bush here. Because you were going to introduce this song that's probably your cribs. Your cribs. Colleen Green's cribs. Colleen Green's cribs. Yeah. Okay, let's Don't play. Get sued over here. Why would you get sued? Because uh, you know MTV's Cribs is like a trademark name. But you'd be lucky to get sued by Cribs, right? <laughs> Wouldn't you? I always feel like I'd be lucky to get sued. But they might, like, send me a cease and desist, which would mean that I wouldn't be able to do Colleen Green's cribs anymore. But you could post a picture of that and say, looky, looky, I got cease and desisted. I suppose. I think it's always, I think I want to be cease and desisted so bad, but it's never happened. I don't think it's going to happen at this point. Just do something, like, super blatant. I've done a bunch of blatant things. Excuse me. Okay, let's play the Okay. Here it goes. sing along to that so i want to harmonize poorly that's so bad it's <laughs> yeah, like so catchy it's like i want to hear it again i want to hear it how about you can i can't do it i'm like i'm super embarrassed now. use the pitch shifter okay I mean, i'll try it <laughs> never been done i'm gonna try it again i'm This reminds me of, like, my favorite Breeders songs. Wow. Do you like the Breeders? Yeah, I love the Breeders. Did you, like, grow up listening to them? Um, I didn't grow up listening to them. No, I, I probably got into them when I was, like, in college. But did you, like, do you remember, like, a point, I always ask people this, and I forgot to ask you earlier, but a point where you were like, oh, the music I'm listening to is not music, like, it's not kid music, or it's not, like, music my parents, uh heard about it's like the first time you were like oh this is my thing or this is my my me and my friends like this is what we listen to yeah do you remember that moment or that I sort do. of time period i remember the exact moment vividly what was it do you think um it was hearing what i got by sublime on the radio Ooh. when i was 11 years old okay in the car with my mom and she hated it no i think she liked okay. it see i'm always like i'm always assuming like there's a thing where <laughs> 
if you like something, oh, dad doesn't like this, I like this. No, my dad lo- loved it, too. He did. Yeah, he, he, he always said uh, he liked Sublime because they reminded him of something. And I actually think that's, like, the perfect way to describe Sublime. They reminded him of something. Yeah. Not, like, a specific something, just sort of, like— Exactly. Not a, not a specific something you can put your what do you think it finger is about on, them? but they just have a quality about them that they they make you think of all the good music you've ever liked in the past. There's a Sublime song I got into recently that I can't believe how much I fucking like it. It's a um, it's something I can't think. It's one of the, it's one of their hits, right? But it's like because a lot of a lot of Sublime Santeria. stuff. It's not it's not like the biggest hit. It is um. Doing time? God, I can't think what it is. It's something that references. How does it go? I'm not gonna. Maybe it's not. It's not what I got. This is what I got. Wrong way. I think it's wrong way. Let's just hear it real quick. Yes, it's wrong way. Yeah, the song rocks. Wrong way to me is like it's like a real reggae song. It's like a real ska song. Yeah, it's a real. I would say that. Yeah. It's like a real ass third wave ska song. It also sure. makes me think about and only think about like a punk kid in Orange County, like skating through the mall. Like, yeah. get out of here! It just totally. feels like that's all it is. That is sublime in a nutshell. It's almost like completely, you can't take it out of context. Like, there's no. You fuse a song in a movie, it would ruin the movie unless the movie was about a punk kid skating through a fucking mall. It's yeah. like, it's too evocative of one thing. Unless it's yeah. like, like I want to say like a guy like a, some executive who's turning his life around, like this being a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, like the montage. And the real turning point comes at that dinky ass trumpet solo yes. in the middle. Yes, that's when he like that's the apex. Besides, what if I paint my car yellow? Oh shit! I don't know why it's so funny to me. Here it is. This is trombone, right? He's painting the car. What if we did this? I'm seeing like yellow checkers. <laughs> Classic two tone. She'll give you all that she got to give, but I'm gonna make it hard to live. What is the song even about? Uh, a prostitute? It is, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm sorry when I said that straight to this very day was the Yeah, it's about prostitutes now. So you listen to this with with your family a lot back in the day. In the no, East Coast. no, I, I I would never listen with my family, but I listened to Sublime like every day. So this was sort of like your gateway into like a different style of music that wasn't like this isn't kid music. It's like yeah, cool music. So what did you listen mm-hmm. to a lot after that then? After the, well, um, I was completely obsessed with Sublime all throughout really? middle school and high school. I holy shit! I like I ate, slept, and breathed Sublime. Um, this is in uh, where is this in Massachusetts? Massachusetts, yeah. God, that's funny. Um, but uh, yeah, through through Sublime, I that's like how I got into like punk. So okay, like 
I don't know. The second band that I became obsessed with after Sublime was Blink-182. Okay, that's, that follows. Yeah. That, that connects. Um, and then, but that's also how I got into, like, The Descendants right. and a lot of other stuff that I still, like, really like today. Um, a lot of, like, really good reggae and... What was the first reggae that you were really into? Really into? Um, probably, like, Prince Jammy. Prince Jammy? How'd I really you like Prince Jammy? I don't know. I just, like, saw one of his records... Right in a record store one like, time, and I just cool. thought, yeah, I just thought I would buy it. Remember and check what it, it was? Out. Yeah, strictly dub. Okay, pressure sounds. Pressure sounds. I think I know the cover of this one. It's like pink and black yeah. and white. I want to play something off this because this is like yeah, play strictly dub. It's a favorite of mine. It's definitely a favorite. Got him. And like Bob Marley, and you know, right? The classics. That's an obvious one. Yeah. Which uh, which track off that one do you think is the like strictly dub? Strictly dub, yeah. So this right now, I'm pretty sure this is a uh, this is a dub of a song called Alibaba. Okay. You heard Alibaba? Probably. We'll play it after this. Okay. Ugh. Disgusting. Sometimes I get I find it be stuff like this. It's like it's gross. It's like listening to in a good way. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's gratuitous. It's like. It just feels really good to listen to this. Yeah, it feels like you're listening to um, like a river in slow motion that's filled with chocolate milk or something like something like thick. <laughs> I think it's light. Yeah, I mean it's kind of both, right? It's like a duality. Okay. Wouldn't you say? I don't know. I, I'll co-sign on that. My dream last night about Alibaba and the port. Do you hear that song now? Oh, yeah. Tom, Tom, the Piper's song. That's one of my favorite rock steady tracks of all time. I mean, it's a song that. Well, we'll hear it. We'll listen to it. So you're like, how old are you listening to this? What? How old are you listening to this? You're like 19, 18, 17? Um, no, probably like 23. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes that would be, because if like you were like 16 listening to this, that would be, how is that possible? There yeah. There are people like that. There's people who like, are into like super cool shit when they're really young. And I'm like, yeah, I know. How did you do that? How? Like what I've, ne- I've never been uh, super proactive about like discovering new music. Yeah. I kind of just let it come to me. So still to this day, like I don't like go scouring right. like the internet and stuff like that to find new music. But this kind of came to me. Um, but yeah, at 16, I was listening to really embarrassing shit. Like I don't know, the like Aquabats what? and stuff. I'm not embarrassed by it, but right. other people might be. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's yeah. kind of, it's a little bit um, fun. I love the Aquabats, though. You're still into a lot of ska stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You true ska, like the Aquabats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is in a way. It is like, it's a lot of people's experience of ska. Is, is that gener- is that third wave, I guess? Yeah, third wave. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was into them. I loved Goldfinger. Wow. Less Than Jake. Um, There's a guy in my French class in college who was obsessed with Less Than Jake. Yeah. That was his entire life. <laughs> I think he may have been uh, someone who was sort of a little bit um, 
simple. Mm. But he, all he cared about was Leslie and Jake. Yeah. He also used to call that guy from... Um, oh, Real Big Fish, too. That real was a, Big a Fish. A really big one, yeah. Isn't it funny how Real Big Fish and Less Than Jake are almost the same band name, if you think about it? Hmm. Real Big Fish, except Less Than Jake. I don't Jake. know if I would say that. In my head... I just thought about it, and what? I'm not... <laughs> here's, here's why I think that, because... I could get those two confused because I've never been a fan of either. I'm not like I don't think they're. I don't think they're bad, but I yeah. just don't. I Real Big Fish is better. They are. Yeah. If you told me that and you asked me tomorrow which one was better, that you said which was better, I would say, "Ooh, honestly, I don't know." Mm-hmm. It's like the names Megan and Rachel. Those are the uh, same names to me. Like I can't. They're both six letters, and like less than Jake and. Um, What's real big fish. Real big fish. <laughs> it's like almost the same because real is what four, big is three, fish is four, less than Jake is four, less is four, Dan is four, Jake is four. But mm-hmm. it could be three. One of those could be three, almost because it's like less the. It's close enough. The sounds. Almost. I guess Dan could be three. Yeah. If you take it, take out the a. Right, which would make it not Dan, but it's it's got then, the. Less, L- less than less, less than less than Jake. Yeah, that's how most people would say it anyway, I guess. And also, like the artwork, like the artwork of those two bands. Like I've seen it in the same places so much that it's like that thing where they just sort of have commingled in my brain. Yeah, they basically are sitting in one chair. Like uh-huh. in terms of like like the less than Jake and Real Big Fish occupy the exact same space in my mind, even though they're two separate things. I, was, I see I what you. Yeah. I see what you're saying though. I also want. I want to play some now, just to see what that fucking sound. What less than Jake song? You know should what? To? You asked me about instrumental music right. earlier, and I was thinking about it over the course of these last fifty minutes or so. Right. And like, I realized that those bands all had instrumental songs on their big right. albums that I like. The big albums to me, and those instrumental songs were always my favorite. Uh, okay, it's like the Beastie I don't know Boys why too, exactly, of. but yeah. It makes sense. A lot of times, I felt. I think that's how I felt about the Beastie Boys. Like in No Communications, I like the instrumental songs far and away the best. Yeah. And any any band that did an instrumental is like, oh, that's the cool part. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear the singing. I want to hear just like the. Yeah, because sometimes atmosphere. the lyrics like take away. Because if you don't agree with or if you don't like the lyrics yeah. or they're stupid or something, but the music is really cool. It becomes yeah. Okay, I want to hear some less than Jake. What should we hear from less than Jake? Um, let's listen to Ninth and Pine. Okay. Ninth and Pine, like streets? Yeah. Where are these guys from? They're from Gainesville, Florida. Gainesville, okay. So this is, I went to college in Florida. You did? Are you from Florida? No, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, okay. Why'd That's you go? Because I got accepted. Just totally, total change of scenery? Yeah. You went to Gainesville? No, I went to Florida State, which was not Gainesville. Where's that? It's Tallahassee. Oh, Oh my god, this is so. This song rocks. This to me sounds like. Wow, I haven't heard something like this in a long time. Wait till the chorus. Oh my god. Should I choose a side or ninth and fun? Can we still say we're civilized? Watch some kid go down. This is like skateboards. This is uh, stealing like a stealing a uh, fucking Slurpee. Yeah, this song is about like a street fight, I think. Yeah, man. Watch me get beat up on the street. 
who probably stole a Slurpee and the, yeah. the owner of the 7-Eleven chased after him. Ninth and Pine, man, remember that crazy night in Gainesville? Right outside the, the Circle K. It was hot as a motherfucker. <laughs> that's less than Jake. What is the other one? This real big fish. Now, I honestly, I don't know if that guy with my French class. This is the mosh pit part. There's something about that style of singing to me that is so... It's like just kind of obnoxious in a weird way. Yeah, for sure. It's like the kind of guy who says, Your mom! Like, ooh. 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 Why'd you say that? Yeah. Well, the other guy, the other singer in right. Less Than Jake is actually even worse. It's even in more that, like... With that style. Yeah. Where every, every word has a W in front of it. How's that sound? Uh, it's like... Watching it, I don't know. It's like, wah, wah. it's like that. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like that. Okay, I get that. That's a good way to describe it. Every word has a W in front of it. Well, we're gonna run and run away and never run again this way again. Yeah. Whitmer is the best at that shit. Oh, yeah. He's like a fucking prince of that sound. Yeah, the last power violence show I played, I mentioned AFI and he did a really spot on Davey Havoc impression. He loves all that stuff that's um questionable mm, mm-hmm. okay what should we hear from real big fish uh let's see what should we listen to from beer real big sell fish? out take on me that's a cover we don't want to hear, t- want to hear a cover brown eyed girl god what? i really don't know if this guy in my class was into real big fish or less than jake hmm let's listen to um snoop doggy dog that's the name of the ass song yeah these album covers are so bad i kind of can't believe it <laughs> it's like something where Snoop Dogg Baby? Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, Snoop Dogg Baby. Oh my god, this is so ridiculous. This album cover. So this is a bit more ska, would you say? Yeah. Oh my god. Isn't it weird how evocative this shit is? Yeah. It's, it's like, great. I mean, at least it's not not evocative. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's so uh, such a part of the time, though. Yeah. For sure, I was just gonna say that. Just that again, just this part. <laughs> Here it is. That. What? Me, that song reminds me of driving around with dudes from Florida, mm-hmm. going to like Orlando for the weekend. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm drinking like a lot of beer. Mm-hmm. I like how much you like this. It's so good. It's just feel good yeah. music, man. It makes me feel good. It's a classic. It's just one of those harmonies. Are there harmonies? There was in the part that I talked over. <laughs> Real Big Fish is one of the best Sublime tribute bands ever. Would you call them a Sublime tribute band? Almost, yeah. Yeah. This song, like the way he sings that little chorus, they're total Sublime fanboys. Nice snare. Yeah, you like that? It's got that punchy. Just wanna 
I think uh, Really Fish has a better sense of humor than Less Than Jake, too. I think that might be the case. Yeah. From what I can tell thus far, I, I agree. It's a bit more of a, a jokey band, huh? Yeah, they're very self-deprecating. Okay. Yeah, self-deprecating. Self-deprecative. Self-deprecative. Is that a word? Self-deprecative? It sounds good. Self-deprecative. Yeah. Colleen Green's really into to third wave ska. Yeah. That's hilarious. Made me. me who I am. I had no idea because all your music is so. To me, it's like super. Uh, I mean, it's grungy, and it's got that lo-fi, like germanium fuzz kind of thing. And it also, it really does sound a lot like the Breeders to me. A lot of stuff, like nice, like the the Breeders that I like the most, like when it's really kind of raw, but not like raw like a demo, like raw just on like purpose. Pod? Yeah, like pod or a certain tracks off of um, Last Splash. Or any of that stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I guess, I don't, I always forget that those, those genres are, they're not as far away as part as I sometimes used to wish they were. Because I used to be. Yeah. I think I used to like ska to some extent, and then I taught myself to hate ska, to be like embarrassed that I like ska. Aw, that's sad. But I think now, I've, I've since come full circle. Mm, yeah. I feel bad about any of that stuff, but. Well, yeah, I mean, I wasn't only exclusively listening to that stuff right. like i liked other stuff too you like um, a lot of the hardcore punk shit too uh i don't really think i liked hardcore punk really? no but i liked a lot of the like radio rock and stuff too in those days like i loved bush i loved veruca salt okay yes veruca salt yeah that's God the damn. first concert i ever went to actually was veruca salt opening for bush yeah and i damn. became like obsessed with veruca salt after that i oh thought they were God. the coolest girls ever we play i played one of these songs on here you know karen kilgariff yeah she reminds me so much of like Kim Deal and her voice, and in like kind of like one of the girls from Veruca Salt. Can't I can't, can't tell the difference between their voices, but it's like we're listening. We're listening to one of those songs on the podcast. That shit is so. I still listen to it all the time. Yeah, I hit back Eight Arms to it. Hold You is a wonderful album. And Which pre- one was that? I've only uh, it's listened the one with to the octopus. It was their big one. Like Volcano Girls thought, is on it. I thought uh, American Thighs was the big one. No, no, Jews. Yeah. What songs the, you listen it's to? It's bigger. Off that it's one? after American Thighs. Yeah. Um. Well, Volcano Girls is the big single, but um, I I say put on Sound of the Bell. You know, I don't think I even know or, Volcano uh, Girls. Put on um, twenty five. Eight arms to hold you. Yeah. Twenty five. This is a lot. This it's not on here. Oh wait, what's the name of that song? It's, they're straight. Volcano Goodbye. Girls. Don't make me prove it. Awesome. One last time. Awesome. Awesome? Yeah, that's okay. a good song. Go. The whole album is really good. God, I just can't stand how much... Just the... All that fucking noisy muting. Dude, Bob Rock produced this album. Bob Rock? Yeah, the Metallica producer. Really? Who, like, joined Metallica eventually. Yeah, you ever see Some Kind of Monster? I haven't. Oh, okay. It's not that good. Okay. It's just Some Kind of Monster. Yeah. I can't believe I can't listen to this album now. You're the 
Dave Grohl is the Yoko Ono of this band? Yeah. No, it wasn't Dave Grohl, actually. I just like to say that. I don't know if that's actually true. Well, you're, you're semi-right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he did date Louise Post. Okay. He tell actually got a thank you on the liner notes of this album. Ooh, Dave Grohl did? David Grohl. Have you met yes, him? Yes, David. Uh, I have not met okay. him, no. I haven't either. But I wouldn't be opposed. Okay. Uh, David, we'd like to meet you. But no, it was actually the drummer, right? This guy Stacy, who um, went on to form the band American Hi-Fi. If you remember their right one hit wonder single, "Flavor of the Week," W E A K. I don't know that. Um, but they were both like, you know, banging him, and Damn. He, and then they, I guess, like had a falling out over but- that guy, who's like not even hot. Is he not even hot? He's also no. not even like I don't know who he is, so he's not like super. He's not Dave Grohl. He's no Dave Grohl. He's no wear a, for certain. Wear a long sleeve uh, thermal on a talk show and chew gum <laughs> and and sell it. Mm-hmm. That's something I think I would like to see uh, someone else try to do. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Dave Grohl oozes personality. Yeah, he's so, so he can chill. Get away with it. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who could wear something else to a black tie event. Maybe like, oh, it's Dave Grohl. A different can, color tie, perhaps. Yes. Or maybe yeah. like boots. Mm, maybe no sh- tie. Maybe no tie. Maybe even like, I don't even know, but Dave can do it. Colleen, what should, um, we have to finish the well, the episode. Mm-hmm. What should people, um, how do people find your music and enjoy it and, and you know, contribute? Um, how do people buy your things you have a lot of stuff google me but don't you have like a web store and everything too? oh yeah i do have a web store See, what are you talking I, about? Ju- I don't have a website i don't have a website That's i don't a website. have colleengreen.com i okay. believe that domain is taken who took it i don't know colleen green hey colleen green took it well some bitch some, some fucking bitch <laughs> shit i'll say it i'll say <laughs> thank it you. i thank just you, said it What's the website called? He said it. I didn't say it. Um, yeah, I said it. She just, she just it's, uh, Colleen, led me into it. Colleen. C-O-L-L-E-E-N. Yes. Two L's, two E's. And double L, double E. Double L, Colleen double E. Green. Green. G-R-E-E-N. Yeah. yeah. Dot big cartel dot, dot, dot com. com. You can buy LPs, EPs, T-shirts. Pins? Yeah, you can buy records, you records. can buy pins, you can buy uh, custom-made t-shirts, which I hand-paint yes. all by myself, every single one. Yes. Um, you these. can buy hats. I'm a big fan of those. Posters, comics, and uh, that's about it. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This is Alibaba. Colleen. Green Topic Cartel. My dream last night was about Forty thieves, Tom, Tom, the bad person. He was there with me. I wrote you. It's a good show.